What a lot of brands do is the the the, the diode <clears throat> module itself has an input wattage and then an output wattage for the actual beam. So how many watts of power is the actual beam leaving the diode? And what a lot of the manufacturers do is they will list the wattage going input. into the, the diode. Input. So yep. it's 20 watts in, and then you get a 5-watt beam out. Yep. And if you look closely at the spec page, it will actually tell you what the wattage of the beam leaving the diode is. And that is what wattage the laser is. And some manufacturers are honest and use the the beam wattage. So you look at one from like, you know, brand A and it says 5.5 watts. And then you look at one from brand B and it says 40 watts. And then they're actually the same exact diode module power. They, they're both 5.5 watt diodes. So you gotta really read the fine print. That would be my recommendation to your friend. Hey everybody, what's up and welcome to the Laser Source Podcast, the number one podcast if you're looking to grow or scale your laser business. Uh, kind of a chill, kind of a chill episode today. Um, we're just kind of kicking back, we're hanging out and we're catching up with my little brother, Christopher. Uh, he's actually quite a bit bigger than me now, but uh, I was born first. Uh, what's up, man? How you doing? Hanging out, you know, excited <laughs> yeah. to be on the podcast and nice. talk laser stuff. So Nice. And uh, uh, we've got Kyle here. How's it going, Kyle? What's up, man? Hey, doing good, doing good. And uh, Jimmy, as always. Jimmy, full makeover Jimmy. Uh, everybody take a look at Jimmy here. We we went ahead and got him kitted out. He wanted to be on the podcast more regularly. So uh, we, we kitted him out with the good stuff. And uh, we, we got him cleaned up and looking nice. We got the nice mic. We got the nice lighting. We got the nice background. We got a decent camera going on. Uh, let everybody hear that silky smooth sexy voice jimmy what's up everybody how you doing tonight oh it's the best you've ever sounded man it's the best oh, you've ever sounded you got to hear it through these headphones I, I got you the best one dude we i we, love we these spared, headphones we spared no expense uh they so, are the best so hitting us with that quagmire voice man yeah, right. absolutely. It's yeah. like I'm talking with my nose plugged, huh? Nah, <laughs> nah, you sound great, man. You sound great. Everything uh, looks and sounds really good. Um, so, Chris, when I was out in California, everybody remembers. Oh, hey, it's Jason from Rotoboss. What's up, Jason? How you doing, man? Um, when, when I was out in California uh, visiting, we were visiting family for the first time in three years. We hadn't uh, traveled to, to visit anyone. Um, we went out to visit some family, Chris included, and I had a little surprise for him in my trunk. It was the Alfaro Laser 1 by Orchur. Uh, I had seen my my end of life with it. Alfaro has sent me the, uh, or Orchur rather, has sent me the Alfaro Laser 2 to review and test now. So I brought my brother a laser, and uh, he kind of laughed it off at first, but now I think you are a little bit addicted there, man. I'm a little addicted. I've been trying to keep the machine running as often as I can just to keep projects going. And I don't know. I, it's mostly just fun stuff right now rather than like any production kind of stuff, I guess. You know, I don't have an Etsy store or anything, but yeah. Yeah, that's chill. 
So, um, what do you think of the the diode so far? Um, it's pretty cool. I think it was pretty easy to learn. Lightburn was easy to learn. I used your guys' videos and Alex as a reference. So, um, you know, I, I have him directly. I don't need him in video form sometimes. But yeah, I was. Even, uh, we did do kind of like a weekend like hyper crash course. Yeah, and even then, um, you just. At one point, you were like, I don't want to explain this. <laughs> Let's just watch one of my videos. Yeah, we did. We went out to the living room and sat on the couch, and I literally put a video on. It was the, um, the photo engraving guide. If any yeah, of you guys, okay. yeah, if says, you guys have seen the photo to, engraving guide. He says that to me all the time. Just go watch my video. Man. And you've never watched one. You've never watched one. I know, because I have an Alex 45 minutes away. I just get, hey, come on, dude. Help me out here. I I like your, your time is invaluable. <laughs> douchebag um I, I don't know i feel like it's already uh, put together in the video already explained already pre-thought out you know you don't have to stumble through it's, it there's nothing it's, weird about it's you well packaged jimmy yeah. is just old he's just an old mm. man he doesn't mm. like watching youtube uh, he wants no, to talk I, to i want to talk to a person why do hey. robots always pick up the phone yes <laughs> yes he's He's very he's he's a hundred percent correct. I have no argument, which is really aggravating, but yeah, he is one hundred percent correct on that. Yes. Yeah. I'm a direct person. When I want to know something, I want to hear it directly from you. I don't want to watch a video or something. There's times where I do, don't get me wrong, but but when I need to know something and I'm really serious about I'd say, Hey, pick up the phone, answer the phone, and we're gonna do this together, you know. So yeah, he's a hundred percent correct. Do you uh, do you feel like it's part of like your just your life now? Do you do you like get home from work and you're like, all right, Rhiannon, I'm going to going to the laser room. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I've taken a couple days off here and there just because I don't know. I I'm a busy guy, as I as you know. Enjoy um, that stage while it lasts. Yeah. So I uh, Kyle's like, yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to get home. Yeah, get some some projects started or try something new. Pretty much every day, yeah. I ordered a you know a bunch of different materials sorry motorcycle driving by oh, the house um california so, things. california yep. things motorcycles dirt bikes yeah. on an orchard sure yeah um <clears throat> i hate that guy <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i have like a gigantic box filled with just different materials cups and wood and spoons and all sorts of stuff and i've been just basically picking something out of that box every day and trying to engrave something on it or figure out a new setting nice. um i got like the anodized aluminum cards that you guys recommended oh me. thank god did you get the thick um, ones like the i got the ones, ones that you recommended yeah yeah I used the point your, fours. your link those are the um, point, point four painteds those are so nice have you tried doing like a photo on one yet um yeah so like one of the ideas that we had was like doing magic cards so i don't know my camera is not that great but um oh dude oh my so, god that looks amazing yeah we've been like uh i've been trying to do magic cards because i, th I thought that would cool be cool we play um like all my friends and i play magic together and um you know, there's cards that are worth a hundred dollars, and we don't want to use the real card. We'd rather use like a proxy. So, yeah. Um, or we we play commander, and you have a commander card that you always see. You don't have to like search through your deck, so it's no big deal if it's just like a fancy like engraved piece of aluminum. Yeah. For something like that. Um, but yeah, my photos. I don't know. I'll try to show you again, but um, it came out pretty good on there, dude. No, that looks sick. That, that looks really um, good. nice. Yeah, I mean. Uh, and then 
Also, we've been trying to fiddle around with some of Rhiannon's art because she, uh, my girlfriend, draws. And um, so we've been trying, she made our, our friend a, a magic card with him on it. Again, my camera's horrible, won't, probably won't focus, but, um, and then Zombie, Zombie Zuko is nice. on there. Uh, so, yeah, I, I've been having a lot of fun with the anodized aluminum cards. The cards are, are never-ending fun, and they're always like, most people start with those. To be clear, you're not doing those on the diode, right? Um, no. You're doing those on the fiber. So Chris doesn't just have an off-arrow laser one. He also grabs nice. a uh, uh, an EM Smart uh, Basic 2R, watch the review. He's like, need a fiber now. And uh, he's got the the basic two R, and he is having fun with it. Uh, yes, that's yeah. I, yeah. I guess that is the. I forgot yeah. to kind of break those up into no, separate things. Um, yeah. But I I did do photo engraving on the anodized aluminum with the diode. It just took you know forever, an hour and a half or something. Yeah. So uh, it's nice to have it done and. 30 seconds. <laughs> he sure yeah. is. He sure uh, is. I see that every day more and more and more. Yeah. Yeah. And as much as I'd like to have like something on wood done in 30 seconds, uh, like I haven't been able to really get the fiber to do anything on wood. So the, fi- uh, yeah, the fibers, the fibers normal. suck. Yeah. For, for organics, but you could always, you know, if you really want to splurge, you can go out and spend eight grand on a CO2 Galvo. Which is like uh, a CO two yeah. in a ga- like fiber laser setup. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of some of the stuff I've been doing. I also cool. was like interested in making like custom dice. Um, so I messed around with some dice that wasn't working on the the fiber, just kind of melted yeah. the dice. Uh, yeah. So I definitely got some good engravings on dice with the diode laser. Mm-hmm. Um. I was working on trying to figure out like a good process for backfilling the dice. What are the what are the dice made out of? Uh, acrylic. They're acrylic, and you're actually marking into the acrylic with with the. Uh, yeah, I have. Oh, that's just a regular. Are dice. they blanks? They're just yeah, they're blanks. They're blanks. Right? Yeah, they're, they're just blanks. blanks. Um, so I don't know if we can. Oh yeah, look maybe at that. like a reflection there. Yeah, and you can see my like horrible backfilling attempt with paint. Oof. Um, was that like an acrylic paint or it was an acrylic paint and Enamel, it's very dude. old. Like we have like, I don't know, 50 different acrylic colors that are like four years old at this point. Um, so it might just be old paint. Also, I think it's the texture left behind of the engraving. It's very like rigid. Yeah. And it doesn't really yeah. go give like a, a good place for the paint to pool on the bottom. So so you so so he can he get white out of that like you know with black acrylic is basically not on the diode. No, no not on the diode. No. Yeah, no, that's so just killer. gonna sink in and melt. Yeah. So the uh, only so the only option option the only other option that he would have would be to mask it. No, that's what I was doing. I was masking it, engraving, engraving away part of the dice. Um yep. And then painting yeah. over it. I suck I, at painting. Dude, I, I, I am really I, bad at painting. Painting sucks. I'm I think the go-to, dude. I think the. I think your problem isn't the technique. I think it's the paint. I. I would ditch the acrylic. It's way too soft. I would go for an enamel because when the enamel paint dries, it dries like really, really hard, um, yeah. and it's more resistant to solvents. So, um, what Michael and I used to do back in the cinema laser engraving days is we would mask something. We would engrave it. We did this with the fiber too. You can do it with the fiber with black masking tape. 
we would engrave it down and then you just like dot the enamel paint in there and you let it dry like halfway pull the tape up wipe it with a rag with like some acetone or alcohol on it and it just like all the stuff wipes off the surface but all the enamel paint stays in the engraving that's what okay. i've had the best luck with so i would try i would try some enamel um Sweet. yeah yeah but that's th- that's chill i've never tried uh, the diode on an opaque acrylic before so that's interesting to see um yeah so I, yeah I've, I, I got all sorts of different colors of dice um i haven't tried like a white dye um mm. on on the diode yet but yeah. um i just tried black because i knew that would probably work that mm. would be that would be this okay what's I that i have two of them it's called one step there's it comes in white and black and it's basically like a really thick enamel paint. Hmm. And you take a little brush and you brush it in there. It's really, it's cool stuff. It's inexpensive. You can get it right off Amazon. That's what I got it on. Yeah. Okay. But, this, but this stuff works really cool. So cool. Well, I, maybe, I, we'll, maybe we'll link that in the description. And then the other one that I'll probably drop down there is uh, testers. So if you've seen testers paint, they come in the little glass vials. Yep. That, yep. that stuff works really good too. Um, okay. But, dude, the other thing you can do that I feel like we're not talking about here is uh, aluminum dice. Um, yes. Yeah, so I've had so I guess like the way that most people make dice is, yeah, they usually use like um, resin or something. Mm. Um, oh, and, and like pour it into like a they a pour it into like yeah. a custom thing and then they backfill that with paint. Um, yep. I have had a very hard time finding blank dice. Mm. Like I found like one source on Amazon, they sell acrylic blank dice and they sell like, um, not just like a D six, they sell like D twenties and things like that. Although mm. that would be a, a, a process to engrave, you know, you just yeah. engrave it and flip <laughs> on it 20 times. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, but still like, I haven't been able to find like metal blanks, aluminum blanks. Um, yeah. It's been kind of difficult. So. Oh, dude! Boom! I just found a wooden blank dice. I found wood. I I I think wood would be cool, but I uh, haven't been able to find like the whole shebang of uh, like a full set, just mm. the D six. Right, right. Uh, which would be cool. Still, you can do any any design you want on a on a wood dice, and I feel like the engraving for sure would come out really well, and you wouldn't have to backfill it with paint or anything. You can just get a nice dark engraving on there. Right. So. Well, I would spend some time if you haven't yet, I would spend some time looking on like AliExpress because okay. that's a lot closer to the factory than Amazon. So um, AliExpress is just like China's Amazon. Um, and you can find a lot of stuff kind of like direct out of the factory and they have like just a shit ton of blank dice. I'm looking like right now. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not clicking through the links per se to like look and inspect them closely but uh i bet at least a few of these are, are metal uh so that might be something worth considering the other thing worth considering is that um even if it's not the right material even if it's not like acrylic or uh you know uh, metal like anodized aluminum or steel if it's dark you'll often have good results with the fiber so like if you get like a, a black even like an acrylic Kyle maybe right like or or, or like a black it would it would be better it would be better sure. yep. yeah because you, you're gonna get it doesn't a, have to be a pretty mark it just has to have clean lines right because so you're filling right. it yeah the problem with the problem with wood like just regular wood 
is that by the time you have enough energy density to engrave the wood, it's like on fire. Um, yep. The thing with the black is that especially like a solid black piece, like if it was black acrylic all the way through, the nice thing about something like that is that the black absorbs so much more of the laser radiation. So you don't need as high of an energy density in order to mark it. So you can mark it much, much lower power densities like on the surface. And that and will turn it white, correct? Well, so you don't have to again, paint? Maybe. I don't. It it really depends, man. Um because really that's a depends. big thing. That's a big thing when you're talking about, you know, you want to make these things and you want to be able to sell them or whatever you're doing. It's about, you know, the money and how much time you have to put into it. Even the right? even the CO2 Galvo really struggles to get white. I, a big part of like that white on acrylic is having the air assist so close to the dice. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when you remove that, because on Galvo lasers like the fiber, your lens is way up here, right? Not like way down here. And there's no air assist to be found. That's that's really going to interfere with your ability to get that that white mark. So, um, you know, it's you know we got to sell. We basically have to sell Chris on a CO two. Another uh, <laughs> another thing you could try that, uh, especially on the diode, that might save you some time. Um, was one of the things I was considering doing when I wanted to do custom dice, and all I had was my my ugly uh, blue poo back there. Mm, the blue poo. Um, the blue poo. Um, was uh, I did find a couple sources for for metal dice on AliExpress. I'll see if I can find those links for you later. But um, nice. the you can't do metal on a CO two unless you use some kind of uh, like a, a coating, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Hacks. Um, I was considering just throwing some some like blue blue or black tape over it, uh, cutting out the outline out of the the tape and picking that out and uh doing like a spray coat over the top with like a, a spray yeah. enamel yeah and then you peel yep. peel the tape off after it par hardens yep. so you're not going to get it set down below the surface but it's still custom at least right yep. not yep. perfect but yep. an option still a solution way uh, faster on the diode because you're not filling it you're just you know cutting out a trace right both so. both smokery 12 and uh one for four one engraving have mentioned whiskey stones uh, as an idea to use as dice, which is a, a great idea for D6. Um, right. Can't make a yeah. D20 out of that, but, you know, it. it's still an idea, you know, uh, and a good one. You know, it, definitely you can do something with that. Yeah. If it's just practice. Like whiskey right. stones might be like great practice for just working with dice-sized objects in general. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that, that would be pretty chill. You were showing me um, pre-show you were doing like a like a cut with your diode oh yeah yeah um so i'm working on like a a lantern right now just like a little where my girlfriend and i are obsessed with halloween mm -hmm. um so i as been, you should be yeah right it's the best um, holiday of the year <clears throat> so been working on like a, a lantern setup so i just have like this little i don't know uh pentagonal box that i made on like box maker website mm -hmm. and we bought like some just like halloween design um meant for laser cutting off of etsy and then uh pasted it into the box we made mm -hmm. and resized it so that it would fit our laser the design that came on etsy um was too big for my laser and i resized everything to fit and then tried cutting it all out and tried to put it together and i was like oh this used like finger joints 
and I resized it, and now my holes aren't big enough to fit the three millimeter wood. Mm. Um, yeah. So I was like, oh, yep, all that wood's garbage now. So yeah, and like, yeah, I could probably like chisel it down or something. And I was ben like, there done it. Ben there no. done it. <laughs> yeah. That, so that was a horrible process. I yeah. hated finding that out because again, cutting things on the diode. You know, I was cutting two of these at a time, um, and it would take like an hour and a half. Uh, to make that one, and I had to do that. You'll, nev you'll never do that again. Uh, nope. Yeah. So, uh, so instead, I just took the design out of the box that they had and made a box on Boxmaker and pasted the design in and mm. re uh, resized the design to fit in a box that I had made for three millimeter joints. Actually, I took out the three millimeter, uh, uh, or I took out the finger joints altogether. So all, all together. Like, I was like, just... I'm just gonna stick it together <laughs> it'll be fine i got wood glue it's a prototype uh yep. yeah it's a prototype so a prototype. yeah been working on this um the, I wanna... the, i'm really impressed so you've been having an issue yeah. with your your lf mod you have the lf long focus module for cutting mm -hmm. and you have the sf short focus module for marking and the lf yep. is acting up yes what, um, what's that doing so Halfway, well, a lot of things. <laughs> um, halfway between runs, it would pause uh, or it would stop actually engraving and then the timer would just keep going. Mm. It would lose the spot of the run. It wouldn't like pause or anything. Um, when I check the G code, it says it's due to shock and movement. Um, but, you know, I, I like completely like left, left the room. It was yeah. like on its own. Nobody's hitting anything. I'm not touching it. Uh, but I kept getting these uh, shock and movement um, stops to sh turn off the laser. Um, and that was super frustrating because like my only solution would be to rerun it at that point, which for an hour and a half run, you have to restart halfway through mm -hmm. one. You're going to recut everything that you just cut unless you like go in and individually, you know, I'm making on these, especially, you know, a bunch of little tiny cuts yeah. and I'd have to go and remove each one of those in my cut to restart it or I could just recut it and then I'm just like engraving into my board that I use underneath it. Um, so yeah, I was getting that. Um, what else? Uh, on top of that, uh, I wasn't cutting through all the way when oh. I did complete. Um, mm -hmm. I have an idea that that's probably some for focus issue. I yeah, think. sure. Yeah. Um, a little I mean, high, I did, a little low, something. I didn't dial my, um, I didn't, dial my cut settings in very well. Mm -hmm. I, I probably didn't take enough time to do that. Yeah. Um, I just kept rerunning it and I ended up cutting more passes than it took me with the short focus, mm -hmm. uh, which I feel like shouldn't, you know, if the long probably focus shouldn't is be the case. Yeah. yeah right? if the long yeah. focus is meant for cutting, you know, that's what it's listed on the website and everything. Then that should be cutting faster or less passes or something. So, yeah. Um, and that's, that's a killer because once you go through it and it's an hour and a half to do it and you got to turn around and do it again, you're like, oh, God. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's it was killer. Horrible. That's um, killer. That's killer. So, you switched You switched to the SF and it was fine. I switched back to the SF. And, you know, this was all for the same project. It's like this little lantern thing. So, like, yeah. I was dealing with the the wood not being the right size to begin with and then on top of that i think you were that, telling me it was a uh, warped too right it was like yeah warping. it was like a little warped which yeah. I, maybe also again another focus issue it's just like but i the long focus means it has a bigger depth of focus right so that shouldn't have been as that, much that's of an the issue. idea yeah um 
so yeah, I was going through well, all so those it's, issues. It's kind of a trade off, and this is this is accurate for all lasers. the The larger your depth of field, the larger your dot size. So while you are in focus for more of that depth, the beam is less powerful at any given point because the dot size is bigger, which means your power is spread out over a wider area. So if you're if twenty percent power is enough to cut through something with the SF in one pass, you might need 40% power on the LF, but your cut's going to be more even all the way down. It'll be straight instead of like at an angle because it's not the beam diameter isn't going to be actively changing on you and you're going to get a cleaner cut, which is really the idea behind the LF. It's not, I mean, yes, you'll, you'll be able to cut thicker materials at slower speeds and higher powers, but Really, we're going for that clean cut, and the air assist is a big part of that too. Which I don't think you have the air assist set up yet either, no, right? So, you trying yeah, to that utilize makes a big difference. That trying to utilize the L, the LF without air assist going uh, is gonna is gonna hamper your progress too because it's gonna burn those top layers of wood, and then like there's nothing blowing that crap out like as you're yep. moving along, you know. And uh, so it all it all kind of like works together, but. Um, the the weirdest part about all of that is that that shock error. Uh, it's very yeah. very strange. The like shock and movement error. It could have been damaged in ship. That's the one I shipped you, right? I brought yeah. the I brought the SF with me. Yeah, that's what I was they, thinking. I thought maybe like maybe the ground wire was popping out. I checked that. Yeah. I mean, everything was pretty. It's so easy to set up. You know, you just put power and then you rescrew your ground wire in. I. I made sure my ground wire was really in there. I was like, yeah, definitely making contact. Mm. Um, so I have no idea what it was it was referring to as far as like what kind of shock that the laser was sensing. So, I think it means like I think it means like physical shock. Physical right. Shock yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know what was causing it. I don't know what was triggering that. Yeah. That shock um, to, to the system. Is the long focus module significantly heavier than the short focus? No, they're, they're like the same size at the same weight, I think. Because um, I've I've seen the error before, but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was pretty was. consistent, too. You know, that I yeah. didn't just try this one, see it, and give up. I tried to rerun it like multiple times, and it would it yeah. would pause halfway through. Um, so I don't know what was what it was hitting. Or the only thing that I can think of, I mean, the Alfaro has limit switches, so it shouldn't be letting him run a job that would end in a collision so he shouldn't be hitting the walls you know like because i was thinking like maybe he's bumping like the end of travel and then like the motor was skipping and it was stopping when he was out it it wasn't the same spot either every time it was a different spot so yeah Um, all of that said dude like those results that you were showing are like seriously can you show those again the oh yeah the cuts yeah Yeah. let me see that again Dude, those are that's really impressive yeah. for the yep. SF. I mean, yeah. especially like those yep. little tiny leaves and all those little grass blades. And, and they're, they're all staying together. They're all they're not separated. They're all one piece. So that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think they came out great. And I, I mean, I, I like the uh, SF a little bit better to just like run because it has that full um, light blocker kind of. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the shield. Uh, which is nice. The, the shield is yeah. much more covered. And the way that I have my laser set up right now I, um, with the uh, long focus, I kind of had the light like 
toward me without any shield. Mm. Um, and it was, you know. How many times did it bite you <laughs> since oh, you've gotten it? I, I am surprised I'm not completely blind at this point. <laughs> uh, it's pretty bad. Yikes. Uh, but I, it, and that's just because it's so like exposed. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, I, I wore glasses pretty much the whole time. But still, yeah. even and though that, it'll, I mean, it'll get you, like right in angle. your in your first, I mean, it hasn't really been. A, it's been more than a week now. I, I know I put week in the title, but how how long has it been since you've probably had been this? like a month? It's been like a month. Wow, really already? Jesus, I think it's. Yeah. I need couple, to change the title of this episode. Two three. Um, weeks. Yeah. Uh, even though it's been two to three weeks, um, I've seen that that room like constantly evolving. You're, oh, yeah. you're constantly moving things around and changing your setup. So I'm oh, sure we just got it. one of those like uh, uh, I don't know pin boards that you put on the wall where you like get the all the mm, tools hung up peg on board. there. Yeah, yeah, a little yep. pegboard. Yeah, nice. Peg nice. Board. Yep. So we ordered one of those. We have like what uh, like a nice industrial kind of shelf to put a bunch of <laughs> junk on that. Cool. Like all of your engraving blanks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, uh, just to keep the room a little organized, you know, that's kind of still a multi-purpose room, but the laser yeah. stuff is kind of like taking over. So. Eating it, yeah, it, that happens very quickly. <laughs> yeah, I I can see the back of your rooms, yeah. and I it, imagine that is in my future. Yeah, and oh, uh, yeah. So I mean, like, okay, so the diode is working. Uh, how's your exhaust? How's that been? Are you just it's been okay? Are you just doing um, fan? Did you get like an axial fan, like an inline fan? I can't remember. Yeah, you did. What, so, which one did you get? The S4? That sounds right. Yeah, S4. Yeah, the S4, um, little four inch. I will say that uh, that room just smells like smoke now. <laughs> it's just like try <laughs> <laughs> doing pucks. The, oh yeah, the, the diodes in particular are kind of hard to exhaust. Like the fiber doesn't need that much exhaust, and the CO2 is enclosed. Right. So you're getting good suction, but right. the diode is like it's just, making yeah, a lot of smoke kind of and it's up, just so. kind of open. Uh, really quick, that mom with a laser huge YouTube channel, uh, Emily, she was just on the podcast. Says, hey, hey, welcome to the laser world, Chris. Thank um, you. If you guys haven't seen good Emily's episode, go check it out. It was really good. But um, they make like I, I've heard multiple people mention this on like Discord and stuff about like these tents. They're like little like yep. plastic tents you can buy and then you just put yep. your diode in the tent. And then you can make those up. That makes tent. sense. Yep. So that might be something. It that makes you, sense. They make like I metal, can see it like really getting in the way of if you're doing big stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's high. metal enclosures. There's there's like pop up tent style enclosures mm -hmm. made from like fire resistant material, which is cool. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and then the alternative is you literally just use the diode to just cut some thin material and make your own. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's true too. So Duct tape, baby. When, I will say with the um, S4 uh, exhaust fan that I got, mm -hmm. um, I, I think the other day, like under the table, I like kicked the power cable or something and it, it turned off and I, I didn't notice at first. Oh. And like huge difference between it being oh. on and off. Um, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. even though it's not getting all of the smoke, I can see, like visually see it like as it's engraving a bunch, 70% of the smoke goes into the exhaust tube well the good um, news the good news is i i am sending you the laser master 2 oh. um so you will be getting that and Ooh. that comes they send it to me in a giant metal enclosure so oh. i'll i'm just going to take the enclosure apart it sucks to put together but i can't ship it together it's so big um so it's yeah it sucks to put together but 
once it's together, you have a complete. Me- you watched the first episode, of Laser, right? Yeah. The first episode of Lasered with me and Kyle. The yeah. diode, the diode is the Laser Master Two Pro. So it has that big metal door on the front. Mm-hmm. It's got a little built-in fan in the back that boosts the little S4, and um, everything like hooks up really well to it. So sweet. Yeah, I, so I, I really imagine good after you get that smoke. Good. Good, because yeah. I'm a little worried about that that room. <laughs> and then you'll, you'll, dude, you'll kind of be like set up though, because once you do that, once you get that, then you can have like, you know, you'll have like a production laser and like a prototyping laser. So you can have like a yep. laser making parts for right. like Etsy or whatever, and then you have another laser where you're like experimenting, you know, and yep. you don't like lose time on one in order to like use the other. Which is pretty cool. Do you want to do? Do you want to show the the uh, podcast viewers your boxes? Uh, yes, I have to go find them. Okay, uh, go grab one real quick. I'll catch up with Kyle. I haven't heard that much from Kyle today. How yeah. are you, Kyle? I'm good. I'm I'm good. Still waking up. You want to give us? What do you mean you're still waking up, man? It's nine. My brain is just like in sleep mood right now. I oh don't my know. god, dude! Were you I up? Know. What time did you get up today? <laughs> Uh, like two in the afternoon, three in the afternoon. Dear God, dude, we got a six hours of sleep. We need to reset. It was a bad night for me. Yeah, it was just a bad night for me. Have you considered just going like full nocturnal, like just giving up and just going to going to bed at like 9 a.m. waking up at 9 p.m. every day? Uh, I would, but it won't work for me. No, it ain't gonna work. Doesn't do it. It's hard. No, I'm better off just doing a full reset and like. Mm waking up between like eight and 10 and going to bed at midnight kind of deal. Yeah. Or like one or 2 AM at the latest. Mm. But that's story for another time. Story for another I, uh, time. I, uh, I got a solid, uh, a solid review coming out on a diode coming soon. Oh yeah. The, uh, laser storm L five pro, right? The pro. Yes. Uh, and, initial, uh, initial impressions. Do we get like a hot take? I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, the it, the, the the L5. You were like, yeah, it's a laser. Oh, okay, he's looking. He's going to get it. He's got something in his hand. Oh yeah, look at that, dude. Yeah, hold on. It's yep. Oh, I'll raise your photo engraving with another photo. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's really nice. It's though, dude. it's hard to capture, but yeah. um. In terms of DPI, mm-hmm. it's it's meeting and in sometimes in some ways exceeding the P7 M40, Whoa. which so far has been the highest DPI I could get on wood. Yeah. So to get that, because uh, you can't see it, it's over here, but it's on. I have that set up. I was doing comparison testing, but mm-hmm. um, you get the large format, the 400 millimeter by 400 millimeter work area, but, um, you know, a pretty damn good module. So, so we're, we're, we're more excited than lukewarm about this one. Yeah. It, it's got the other nice thing too. Uh, it's the first la- diode laser I've had that has, um, fire sensor on it. Nice. Um, it does have an e-stop, which Chill. some people have complained about, uh, online. I've, I've tried to avoid, reading into it at all because uh you know i want i want my impressions to be mine mm-hmm. but um i haven't had any problems with it so i don't know if it's changed but it's been good for me 
Serve, deserve, deserve limit switches. It does. Oh, dude, that's so nice. Cool. I, right. I'm kind of stoked to see this one then. The first 48 hours I, I did testing on it. Mm-hmm. Yes, 48 hours. Um, I can't tell you how many times I hit the home button just because I could. I mean, 48, 48 hours is uh, that's about 24 projects, right? 12, 12 big ones. Yeah, I mean, so the photo that I just showed you is an hour. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Well, I mean, good, dude. I'm excited to see up. it. We getting uh getting some. Are we still in the filming stage, or are we at scripting? Uh, I'm in between. Uh, it will be out very soon. Chill. Sweet. I'm now, excited. I'm going it. full bore on getting that out. So nice, nice, nice. Uh, I am super happy to hear that. Uh, Chris is back. He brought a goodie. He brought a little. He brought a little show and tell, dude. I did. Um, so <clears throat> this was prototype one. Uh, just like prototype one is taped <laughs> together. We taped that together. Together. We did, and yeah. uh, I lost the front. Um, and <laughs> we made it. We made it too small. I just didn't have a uh, caliper yet, um, but I have one now. Nice. <laughs> um, and it fit two Geo cards because it's too small. Nice. Uh, but I mean, the whole idea behind me. Like reaching out to Alex and being like, "Hey, like I kind of want a laser." Was to make some, you know, magic card storage boxes for uh, some of my friends and I because we were looking at some online, um, and they were like insanely expensive. And I was like, "Well, I my brother is like a laser guy. I could just he get actually him to cut he's, some for he's me." He's actually being very nice to me on air right now. What actually happened was he emailed <laughs> me for about six months. Uh, asking if I could cut the boxes for him. He said he'd pay me for them and like we'd get them shipped out. He'd buy the wood. He'd have it sent to the shop. And I blew him off for six months. And then he was like, and then he was like, maybe I should get a laser and do it myself. And then I was like, oh, I'll bring him the diode, which is too small. The AL, <laughs> I brought him the AL1. It's too small to cut the freaking boxes that he wants. So now I'm going to send him the LM2 Pro. So that he can he can cut the things he actually wants to cut. So just to clarify, yeah. he, he, sure. just <laughs> he wanted one on his own. He, his his cool laser engraving brother ignored him while he focused on his fancy <laughs> YouTube channel. Hey, and we're then all he, nice to Alex online till we get off. I think that's yeah. that's probably yeah. he took matters into his out. own hands. Yeah. Took matters into his own hands. So I'm working on like uh, getting it ready for that w- when I do have uh, like the bigger workspace. Um, yeah, because that's I think the only thing I'm missing at this point is just a, a bit of a bigger workspace. Yeah. Um. So I was like, let me just make some smaller ones and see what I can do. Um. And that's V one. Version one, yes. The, just the a Mark one. Simple finger joint box, and then uh, this is version two. It has a lid. It has a mm-hmm. beautiful nice. uh, I like that. seven on the front of it. Yeah, it's nice. very nice there. Um, Alex helped. It's very loud. Sorry. There's cards in it. Um, like a little uh, logo on the bottom. Eisworth is my girlfriend's last name. So Art Eisworth Card Co. Picked it because uh, it sounded very faint. It sounds I like, like a like mustache twirling like with like a monocle. It has no lines. There has no marks. You know, it's all solid. Yeah. So instead mm. of doing a finger joints, I did uh, the bottom box is finger joints. And then I just cut some solid pieces to glue to the outside to just kind of give it like a nice sleek like kind of look. Shield. And then, um, yeah, nice. like a face shield. And then that I just put up uh, maybe three, four four-ish millimeters and you know that gives me kind of like the capability to do 
you know, a nice edge for the boxes in our box to clip that on. Yeah. Uh, but it's cut correctly for magic cards, which is what I do. So yeah, uh, so I can mark, actually put my cards in. It does what it was designed to do. Yeah. Right. Um, yes, it, it, it definitely does. There's still things that I would change about it. Um, like when I put the lid on, I have to kind of like scoot my cards forward a little bit so mm. that the lid goes on. So I might swap the, I don't know. Reverse it. This. So the lip is Reverse on the outside it. thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. The lip. That's what I'm talking yeah. trying to figure out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then we also had talked about like trying to make these stackable and things like that. So there's just like a few things that I want to do to make these as fancy as possible. And then when I go into production, after I make my model three, that's like the actual size that I want. Um, I'm going to need the CO2 to mm. like, pop these out you know batch, <laughs> yeah. batch them out man i mean dude, right, yeah. with the co2 you can i mean depending on the bed size you get you can cut like fucking 10 boxes at once you know that's what, what i'm Just, saying blah, blah, blah. yeah and totally. I, in the same amount of time as or, or probably less i could cut yeah 10 of these with and CO2. not not only can you use it to cut the wood but you can use it to cut the the carpet Chris is going to put like a liner in it to like make it really nice on the yeah, bottom of the card like felt or something yeah and then um and then you can use it to cut like uh, tags. You know, you could like engrave and cut like little tags to put like on like, them, little, like a bow little leather or symbols. Of the magic and you can like, go nuts. You can go nuts. Go in like a little slot. You know, make it real fancy. So yeah, um, yeah. that's there's, that's the the hope, the goal, that's, the dream. A, there's a lot you can do, man. There's a lot you can do. I'm I'm super stoked that you're like having fun with it. And I'm having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, there's been. It's been some frustrating times out there. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, is. That's, is. that's the walk you take, bro. That's that's oh, that's yeah. what getting into laser is. Okay. I've trained myself to like grab like not expensive things and throw those instead of like yeah. grabbing like my laser and just like. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle, that blue laser sitting by Kyle over his shoulder there. Every single piece of that that has electricity running through it at any given time has broken. Hmm. And like not all at once, like at separate times, like every single part of that thing. That You're has scaring me. I don't want to hear this. You're scaring broken. me. It's true. It's, it's true. <laughs> it's I got, I got a lemon, man. You got a lemon. So uh, I, you know, uh, we've, all been, we've all been there, man. Yeah. It's okay. It's a good learning experience. Yeah. We yeah. talk about That's it every week. That's myself. the review I want to see. Forget the L5 Pro. I want to see, <laughs> see that thing take a dump. I'm, you know what? It it's acting as an enclosure for my L5 Pro right now. Mm. <laughs> mm. Just the world's um, biggest diode enclosure. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait till I get to the Niji, dude. Uh, oh, the Niji. There, there is I'm no, stoked. there is no enclosing that. That thing is a monster, bro. The the Niji looks sick though. It's got like a nice look to it. It's pretty sharp looking. What yeah. is it? The it's Niji, a really big. Diode so, frame. Okay, so Niji uh, is a diode laser manufacturer, and they make all different kinds of diode lasers. But they have one called the Niji Max Three, and it's like two and a half diode lasers put together, like long ways. Ah, uh, so nice. it's like really long. So you can put it on like a dining room table and like mark oh. the dining room table with it. It's is it it's faster? Like, no. It's like no. no. It's it's like four hundred and sixty mil by like eight hundred and forty or something. It's giant. Wow. It's similar Enormous. to like the extender for Orter. Can you imagine like doing yeah. a YouTube extender? Yeah, it's just like imagine that. doing like a photo engrave that big. It would take you yeah. 
Yeah, but like imagine day. the imagine the oh. detail, dude. Your dots, you know, like yeah. the the megapixel resolution I, of that final image would be astronomical. I haven't gotten an opportunity to check out like the DPI on it yet. I mean, regardless I of what the actual DPI of the Niji is, when you're at that size, when you're doing yeah. something that big with the entire work area, even if you had a yeah. CO2 dot, it would still be like glorious. I'd set it up and run it. (laughs) That sounds fun. Set it where? I'd set it up and just run something. That sounds fun. Yeah, Kyle's doing it to the the wall. After after I get a fuller review out of it, I might send it over to you, Chris. Oh, uh, sure. I'll I want to see Chris doesn't have room for his all Pharaoh laser (laughs) one. You can't send him the Niji Max, dude. But but you, you can't tell me you wouldn't enjoy seeing a diode table underneath that beautiful painting in the background. Mm. Oh, that, that would be because then it would be the laser office. I, you know what? <laughs> you know what would be is would look somebody, good. somebody, you guys can take this idea. I'm never going to do it. But, um, you know, if you're listening, go nuts. But I want a Niji Max with like, like drill mounts on it. And basically you just put it on the wall and you go and it drills itself into the wall <laughs> and then engraves like a like a, a mural on the wall for you over the course of like two days. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. Some, somebody work on that. On it. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, really quick. You did want to, <clears throat> this is something you mentioned before we oh, started. Yeah. Um, you're uh, your buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it up. Oh, all right. I'm sure. Uh, so I started engraving stuff and I bring pretty much anytime I do anything, I bring it into work and I'm like, Oh guys, like check it out. It's so cool. Look at all my stuff. <laughs> um, and one of my coworkers, uh, does like a lot of woodworking. Um, they do like, they have a lathe and like they go and like find cut down trees all over the place and like cut out their own lumber and stuff like that. They're really into it. Awesome. Know a lot about it. I don't know anything about wood. I'm like, what kind of wood is this? Apparently it's cheap balsa wood. Never heard of that before. I don't know anything about wood. Um, Me neither. He, he does, uh, and he like makes a bunch of stuff out of wood. So he was interested in getting a diode, and I was like, "Cool! I don't know anything about diodes other than the one I have. I can't recommend it or not recommend it because I haven't used anything other than this. But this seems to be working for me. So this one's good. But yeah. um, I think." I know Xtool does a lot of marketing because since I started getting into lasers, it is pretty much on every social media page that I scroll past yep. being advertised to me. Um, yep. But they're advertised as 20 watt lasers. And immediately I, he, I think he saw it and was like, oh man, I want a 20 watt laser over a 10 watt or a five watt laser. And then Alex was like, I, I that's not that, real. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't think that there is a 20 watt diode on the market. Uh, I think so. I think a lot what a lot of brands do is the 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 diode module itself has an input wattage and then an output wattage for the actual beam. So how many watts of power is the actual beam leaving the diode? And what a lot of the manufacturers do is they will list the wattage going into the The diode. So it's 20 watts in, and then you get a 5-watt beam out. And if you look closely at the spec page, it will actually tell you what the wattage of the beam leaving the diode is. And that is what wattage the laser is. And some manufacturers are honest 
and use the the beam wattage. So you look at one from like, you know, brand A and it says 5.5 watts. And then you look at one from brand B and it says 40 watts. And then they're actually the same exact diode module power. They, they're both 5.5 watt diodes. So you got to really read the fine print. That would be my recommendation to your friend. We have an X tool. I'm not like anti X tool. Uh, we have an X tool D1 Pro that we're going to review. I'm I'm certain it's going to be a positive review. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but I'm going to call them out on their marketing if they're doing that stuff. So just just something to be aware of. Uh, just something to be aware of. It's just it's a common practice. As as much as I I hate that, uh, it's a, it's a common practice. A lot of companies do it, and it just leads to confusion. Um, yep. And I wouldn't buy, I personally, I would not buy something like that just for that reason only, you know? Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying they're doing that. I have, I cannot confirm or deny that this is the case or if they've actually engineered like a 20 watt diode. I just haven't heard of one. And, um, so I don't want to like, you know, I'm not saying anything negative about anybody. I'm just saying it's a common practice in the industry. Make sure you read the fine print before you pick up a diode, especially if it seems like you're getting a really anything over 10 watts these days is like that, that raises an eyebrow from me. Right. So, so I would I would I would start looking at that there. Um, John says there are some diode laser modules that are using four five watt optical lasers and combining them. I wonder if that's what's going on. Uh, it it certainly could be. Um, I don't I don't know how they're combining them and how efficient that technology is and if it would be truly a 20 watt beam or not. That's it's all up for debate, man. It's all up for debate. Uh, but the 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 like single core like one module diode lasers. Um, I just it, th there's more to it than MCI. So I just don't want anybody like, you know, caught up in uh, in 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 the allure of big numbers because it's not always about that. That's fair. That's all I'll say about that. Uh, really quick too, Mario says, I have about $1,500 to get started on a laser engraving business. Any recommendations on the best fiber laser engraver? Uh, unfortunately, not for $1,500. Yeah, you're not going to get anything quality at that level. It's unfortunately, you're going to be they're going to be cutting so many corners to get it down to that cost yeah. that you will likely not have a functional product or at least it won't be functioning for long before it burns down your garage. Yeah. And or burning uh, you, your, pulling your hair out. You of course, Kyle just said, uh, I have a budget fiber coming in the 2000 to $2,500 ish range. You'll yes. be trying. Uh, that's also where the, um, the EM smarts, the low wattage ones, the like 18 watt units, they start around there, around the $2,500 like mark. Grand, yeah, yeah, two, two grand to 2500 So, uh, please don't spend $1,500 on a fiber laser. Uh, just don't, it's not, that's not a good price point for one. If you really want one, save another thousand bucks. It, even if it takes another year, wait a year, put your plans off for a year, uh, or get yeah. a diode, pick up a, pick up a $400 laser master too. And start can, marking now while you save the extra money for a fiber that'll actually perform. Yeah, you can turn that diode into an income if you're looking for for income, and you can save up that money faster by investing part of it. 
Right, you um, diode, and then you can use that to turn around. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, Boba raises a great point. What's up, Boba? It's good to see you, man. Uh, you can't even get the fiber source itself for $1,500, let alone the rest of the parts, which is an excellent yeah. point. Uh, it, it's just sketchy, man. That's a sketchy budget, uh, and you're, you're really playing with, uh, playing with fire at that point. Yeah, you're going to end up with, like, a, a no-name white label C-level you know, throwaway product from the factory that another company scooped up and threw into something because they got it for 10 bucks at an auction. And yeah, you're going to end up with a safety hazard sitting in your garage. Yeah. Or just something that doesn't turn on. I, it's happened to people. We've seen it in the discord on the Facebook group. So uh, yeah. people just literally underspend and then get paperweights uh and and that's how their story ends unfortunately so uh be careful definitely do your research join one of the communities we've got links to the discord group uh or the discord server and the facebook group down in the description they're absolutely free to join there's a lot of people there that can kind of guide you and uh and and help you out uh you know show you the the lights along the way if you, if you need help picking and buying i'd say the same thing to your friend too but uh chris if if uh, he wants to join one of the communities. He's welcome to. There's always people online that can that can help out with that kind of stuff. I do yep. want to give some credit to uh, to Eric and John here really quick because they went out of their way to do a little research on the side for us. Uh, Eric says, I believe the X-Tool D1 Pro 10 watt uses two diodes and combines them using mirrors. So interesting to know. Uh, and right. then John says the Atom Stack X20 Pro optically combines four 6 watt LEDs but calls it a 130 watt module uh, classic. That's the input exact, power, man. That's exactly what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So, um, you know, and again, I, you know, as far as like combining, I don't know if I'm sold on this, like combining thing. I, I know that it's just, that's like the new tech. Maybe I sound like a grumpy old man, but I don't like this, like combining <laughs> thing. I don't, I don't like the combining thing. I don't, I don't, that just doesn't seem like legit to me. I don't know. It doesn't seem real. That's with no research. I could be totally wrong. And I am all the time. It's, I'm totally wrong all the time. It's new and we haven't really experienced it ourselves yet. So just for all God, we know, it could be awesome. Out. And who was it with the, I just or it could be mic. I'm not used to it being up here. Who just uh who just said they were coming out with like a fiber diode module? Who was that? There's two companies, I think. Yeah. Was one of them I Adam think Stack? it was I think one's Adam Stack and I think the other is Artur. No. I really? I think it was X-Tool. I, I remember you talking Adam Stack and X-Tool. X-Tool, yes. Hold on. X-Tool, yeah. My wife says, uh, can confirm Alex is always wrong. Uh, that's not true. We wouldn't have 26,000 <laughs> subscribers, but I'm I'm wrong on the podcast a lot because I, I go on my gut on the podcast for sure. Uh, John says, combining is legit. Audio works that way. Uh, so cool. We'll have, to check, we'll have to check out combining. Apparently combining is legit. That'll be Kyle because Kyle's the diode boy. I believe I believe I have a combined unit coming. I don't I don't know when that will fall into the the project list, but mm. it's in there somewhere mm. if it ever arrives. Okay, chill. The uh, light burn for uh, gantry uh, tutorials have been helpful. Oh, the light burn for gantry I've crash. Been, I've been following. Yep. Yeah, nice. We're two two episodes in now. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe that's what you're talking about when I left for a second. Uh, but, wait, um, did you did you? So wait, so you're using Lightburn for the 
EM smart and for the off arrow, right? Yeah. Yep. And so you followed the Liper for Galvo course for the EM smart? Um, yes. And so, then Kyle's just starting the gantry course. I now. mean, like, the, Kyle's, Kyle's. Yes. So I've been episodes. going, th- yeah. And I've been trying to, like, rewatch those to see if I can learn anything new based, like, because I know I had watched the Galvo ones. Because it was like, oh, maybe it'll teach me something about my gantry um, diode the, laser when it gets here. Similar. And then, because I was trying to like pre-prepare for you to like get here with it. And I was like, oh, I just like learn everything before it gets here. Yeah. And then you showed up and then you just like taught me. Um, and then we'd still reference some of your videos and whatnot. And you were like, this doesn't apply. This applies. This doesn't apply. Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, uh, but now that uh, the gantry one is coming out i've been trying to follow that um to see if i can learn anything new but uh now that i know how to use light burn for gantry just by fiddling with it and you teaching me i was like eh, galvo's easy you know you just i think it's I all think the same that, stuff right i think galvo when it's light burn to light burn i think galvo is easier uh because yeah. you've got that fixed workspace Right. Everything is like uh, absolute coordinates. So it's just mm. where you put it is where it's going to go. And the bed size is smaller. So it's kind of easier to just spatially kind of keep track of things. You know, um, right. when you get into like CO2, I know Jimmy struggles with this. It's just the beds are just freaking giant. <laughs> and it's just like making sure everything goes exactly where it's supposed to go on like a 36 inch bed or whatever is a lot different than doing it in a yeah. 400 millimeter square. So I, I imagine it that's hard, but you difference always use. So the between CO2 and um, diode, like for a CO2, you'd probably use like always use absolute. I use, I use user origin. User, I use user CO2. origin a lot. Mm. Absolute is nice. If you want to just set something really close to where you can reach it from your desk just oh. You just set it in the bottom right okay. corner or whatever closest yeah, to you. I imagine that you'd want to use it because your workspace isn't changing ever. Whereas like with the diode, I, I like set it I on top use, of stuff. And so I would use it. the time I would but, use uh, like absolute cords on a CO2 is if I built a jig hmm. that took up the whole bed and I knew exactly where the parts were going to go. And every time that I loaded the jig, the parts were in the same spot every time. And it always cornered up into the same spot every time I put it in the machine. Mm-hmm. Then I'd use absolute cords because then it's not it takes the user error of me changing the origin out of the equation. It's okay. going to go where it's going to go, period, because that's where the software thinks the laser is on the bed. So that that's that's when I would use absolute cords is like jigging or when I'm fixturing anything to the work area that isn't going to move or change. That's when I do it. Otherwise I like to use user origin. Cause then you do your frame out. You can see where it is. You can put it where it's convenient. You don't have to like, if you use um, from current position, if you use current position or, or absolute cords and you set a piece in, then you have to get your laser head to the exact starting point, the exact corner or exact center of whatever object it is that you're doing before you run anything. You need to know exactly where that's going to be before you start. With user origin, you can just put the corner underneath the, the, the nozzle and then just hit origin, and then you're done. You, you just move the item to the nozzle instead of moving Correct. the nozzle to the item. Much easier. Correct, yeah. I'll throw a plot twist in there. I use um, absolute coordinates a lot because that's basically what 
print and cut uses. Mm-hmm. And as you guys know, I like Still my haven't jigs. touched it. Still haven't touched print and cut. Not print once. and cut is amazing because if you okay, let's say you know. I still don't um, get that. I still don't get it. So go ahead. I don't know either. I know. Go ahead. I can. It, it's it's really easy, right? So you make a design. You have a cutout, right? Yeah. Let's say you want to do a bunch of hot plates, round hot plates. So you yep. you cut six holes, and outside of those six holes, on the actual frame of the box that you make with the yep. holes in it, you put two little targets. You draw two little targets. Uh-huh. You cut out the design. The targets are engraved instead of cuts, so they're in the surface of what you're doing. And then in Lightburn, use set target one, set target two under the print and cut category. And you, when your laser is homed, it knows where it moves. Correct. So when you're over at the Ruida controller, you use the arrows, you move it over, over the targets. Yep. And you can either scale or not scale the output. And since you're using the same jig that you cut, you don't really have to scale it. So is that is this what you're I, talking? I'm yeah. trying to get because there's one thing that I watch. I watched the video and I'm just like, duh. But like, say. You know, my bed's 20 by 28. I'm going to use the mm-hmm. pass-through because I have uh, a a piece that I have to cut out that's like maybe 40 inches long or whatever, and you're going to put it through there. So I, I, I know you're talking about those things where – but really, you're going to take this piece and stop it and move it forwards to do something well, 40 that's, inches that's, long? that's what Kyle's explaining is that once you've cut those six circles for your pot holders, right, or yep. your hot plates yep. – and yep. you've made the two marks, you can take that jig out and then just throw it back in wherever. It doesn't matter yep. where you throw it back in because when you throw it back in, you just point the nozzle to the two targets and then it knows where everything else is based on those two targets and can pick up where it left off or run the job again perfectly. It triangulates it, yeah. Yeah. So so, 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 so that's why people that's why people use it for pass through. Because if yep. you make the two targets, right? And then you push the board through, you've stopped cutting and you push the board through. You just, when you go to continue the job, you just show it where the two targets are and it knows exactly where all of those lines and cuts are still. That's cool as shit. Sounds pretty fancy. So so in, in the episode, this hasn't come out yet, I'm sorry, but when it does, you'll see. In the episode that I film for doing print and cut on the CO2 for jigs, I quite literally, I, I cut the jig out, I take it out of the machine, I clean it off, and I put it in cockeyed intentionally. I I cock it like 35 degrees. So it's completely offset from my gantry. So when it comes across to engrave, it starts engraving on the top left uh, hot plate. And yeah. as it moves down, it starts engraving into the rest of them. But everything is perfectly turned because it knows yeah. the offset of... The, of, got of the ya. jig, yeah, got you, got you. So it even engraves them perfectly straight, even though I intentionally cockeyed it thirty-five degrees. So let me know if I'm getting this straight. Like, say I have somebody that wants a sign that's forty inches long, and they just want a word, you know, a a, a cursive word that's forty inches long. So when you put that in, you start it and go as where, wherever you can go, and then you can just stop it and move it forwards, and that's going to stop or start and stop right where you left off on that. If it's sitting in a jig with targets marked on it, no jig. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it you, doesn't you even have to. Just, well, you so, can't, mark, he, Jimmy can't mark the targets on the sign. 
No. Yeah, you can. So in, in, in the writing, right, in oh. one of the cutouts, let's say you're cutting out like a cursive L inside of the L yeah. that, that's going to get cut out. You can put one of the targets there so that if it's part of the second cut, as you're sliding it through and that's part of your second cut, that can be there. <laughs> yeah, it's, we'll it do, just it, has to be. Kyle did a video on it, man. You'll see it. Yeah, yeah I want to see it. It'll, it'll come out soon. We're gonna get, soon. Yeah, we can't dive, especially because we're hitting an hour now. Before we wrap up today, I just want to throw out a couple more of these uh, comments. Quasar says, My Atom Stack A5 M40 advertises as a 40 watt, but in the spec it says it's a 5 to 5.5. Um, so the, the 40 watt is the input only. Yep. Mm. Uh, so that's mm. what we were saying. Uh, Boba says, <clears throat> I have a combined diode. It does have more power, but not as much as it's advertised. Uh, so it's definitely got, definitely got like, you know, it's not six plus six plus six plus six is 24. It might feel like more like a 15, right? Uh, I think is kind of what he's saying. Um, also, uh, Galvo is life. <laughs> we'll throw that in there too. We love our Galvo lasers. Um, yeah. Mario's asking if we have any input on the X Tool D1 Pro. Seems like a perfect upstart machine coming from a noob. Uh, should I shy away from this machine? Uh, I so I haven't done my review on it yet. I'm sure it's going to be positive, but just from my like initial impressions. Uh, from what I've seen about it, and I have one, it's sitting in the shop. I just haven't filmed the review yet. Uh, I think it's it's probably a little overpriced. Uh, it's probably a little unnecessarily premium. I, I would really look at the Ortur stuff, especially if you're on a budget and you're trying to save money for a fiber laser. You could spend half of what you're going to spend on something like the X-Tool. Um, you don't necessarily need all that power unless you know in advance what you're going to do with it. And no matter how much power you get out of a blue light diode, you're still not going to be like marking and engraving metal. So with all of that said, uh, maybe check out something like the, uh, the laser master three just came out. It's brand new. It's about half the price. So, uh, just consider all your options for all the, the, the common, uh, mid to high grade in, in a series uh, diode lasers, you can pretty much always get an extension kit for them too. So yeah, for for yeah, the orcers, for the yeah. atom stacks, the gantry style ones, not the cantilever ones, um, they almost always have like an extension kit, so you can go from like a four hundred width to like an eight hundred or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, if you need more space. Then we also missed uh, John saying, found an article that talks about beam combining. I'll post the link at the Laser Master Academy. So if you guys are LMA members, keep an eye out for John. He'll be linking that beam combining article there. Uh, the article mentions two kilowatts. Yeah, that'll cut stuff <laughs> uh, for sure. And uh, Boba's just throwing in, use Lightburn camera. Uh, Lightburn camera is like a pass-through solution. I'm not sure how that works, but I'm not going to get Jimmy all worked up about it right now we can definitely talk about that on a later episode uh chris you got anything else man you want to throw out before uh before we wrap I mean, up today dude i messed around with the rotary a little bit that was fun um yeah, i haven't yeah. messed around with the rotary with the fiber yet um just the diode um but i want to do more rotary stuff because I don't know, water bottles, they're fun. Uh, it's just like a blank canvas with so many possibilities. Um, yep. <laughs> yep. Let's see, what else? Uh, Game of Thrones, super good show. 
Uh, what else is going on in my life? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The, ending, the ending was horrible. Yeah, I love. Well, I'm it, talking so. the new House of the Dragon. The, the new one. Oh, the new one. We get a House oh. of the Dragon sponsor in How's here. Matt Smith, a, dude? Was Matt Smith dope? Oh, Matt Smith, great character. He's yeah. doing a great job. Cool. Uh, yeah. Is he the Mad King? He's the Mad King, right? Uh, I I don't know enough about the lore to be like, yeah, that's right. Probably what? not. I don't think he is. Oh. I think it takes place too long ago. Oh, it's like old, it's like old, old. It's like old, old. Yeah, oh, cool. it's like long That's time true. ago. So I don't think so. I may uh, not watch it. Uh, rotaries are cool. I like rotaries. I see a I, comment. Somebody's being like, yeah, Rotaries. Yeah, that's going to be very short-lived. Enjoy your excitement over Rotaries for now, because when you start <laughs> uh, touching them with your hands, you're going to want to hang let's yourself. Uh, let's see. So I did like all of the Rotary stuff so far uh, mm. with the diode, and then I it's tried cheating. to not follow any instructions and just plug my Rotary machine into the fiber and just like hit go and just see what happens. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it just engraved like one section on yeah. top of another section, on top of another section. Yeah. So uh, I got to figure that out still. It is not the same as the diode because the diode, you're literally doing an axis replacement and it's geared so that one step of the motor on the rotary equals one step of the motor on the gantry. And yeah. fibers don't have gantries and that's not how their motors work. So it's like a completely different. It's like a completely different setup, and it's a lot more technical. And there's a lot more well, math. We can go through that. I want to. Oh, we can go through that. He's not like I'll watch oh, the video you made no. on that. I'll watch the video you no, spent twenty hours that. making on that. I exact know how topic. that works. He's like, I'll call you. <laughs> there you go, Chris. Hey, you gave me the lace. <laughs> what do you want? That's I'm on the it. podcast. This is. I, I don't get paid. I'm not an employee. This is. This is free here. <laughs> Are you like a? Oh, okay. Yeah, show, 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 well, show. I mean, it's, it's a zebra. Now we're uh, stainless, stainless steel. Yeah, oh, that's pumpkin. Clean. Can you feel um, it? Can you feel? It? That's the test. Can you feel uh, it? No. Okay. Good. No. Uh, Successful Z mark. It might make Z-mark. you cringe at how long this would take, but I want to do like a full wrap around oh, Z mark on a full like stainless steel water bottle. Because I hope that looks. Sick. I hope you have a solid weekend to dedicate to that. I, do. I hope that you have a in innovative cooling system that you're going to implement because that there, I'm going to blow on it because <laughs> <laughs> that thing is going to warp like nobody's business if you try oh, to I can tell, the whole thing. this one already like warped a little bit is that like a like, double wall vacuum sealed uh, like tumbler or is it I, solid metal because if it's were. if it's solid metal you might have a chance but if it's a if it's one of those double wall vacuum sealed ones it's going to warp into oblivion it's they gonna, were uh, on the clearance shelf at uh, Joanne's that thing's gonna, it's definitely it's definitely an insulated one that thing is going to that, that thing is going to fold in on itself like a black hole yeah, yeah but you try fun. it you Let's try it. it it'll give us Let's something to talk about the next time you're on the show yeah um it'll be art instead yeah art. it'll it'll need cooling time every uh every so often yeah mm-hmm. it will yeah Fair. um week weekend dedicated project for sure bro come back on the podcast sure like really I soon yeah, i not. need to make sure i eat before and oh. i gotta i need to go um to the shop i haven't been to the shop since i've been back from california <laughs> At like one time. I haven't been to the shop one time. I've been like editing. Second episode of Lasered comes out tomorrow, guys, uh, at 3 p.m., Kyle, I think we said. Yeah. Uh, I believe so. Yep. 3 p.m. Lasered episode two, AirPods Pro, uh, tomorrow at 3 p.m. It's at 3 p.m. Right here 
on Laser Everything. Don't miss it, guys. It's going to be a really good episode. We went above and beyond this time. I, I, it was very, very difficult for me, but it is a very slim edit. Uh, I, I, it's fast paced. It's much faster paced than the first episode. Um, the music is better. The cuts are better. Uh, the shots of the carnage are better. The results on the lasers are better. Like just everything about this episode is better. Uh, it takes less time to watch. It's only got a 15 minute runtime instead of a 36 minute runtime uh, that the pilot had. So I'm really excited for you guys to see it. Uh, I'd love it if you guys would join me. My wife says 3 p.m. EST, LOL, because uh, I didn't say Eastern. So yeah, it's 3 p.m. Eastern standard helpful, time. I don't want to, you know. So it'll be noon your time, right in time for it'll lunch. It'll be Should good be for your lunch it. break. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and so, yeah, it would just, it would it would mean the world to me if you guys came to the premiere tomorrow, because it is a premiere. So you'll be able to chat and live chat and stuff like that. Um, I didn't mean to go off on that tangent, um, but uh, it'll be a good time. So, you know, come for that. And then, uh, Chris, you know, keep keep playing, man. Keep having fun with it. Yeah. Oh, I I haven't gone to the shop since I got back from California because I've been editing that and then all of the podcasts we've done since then and the, you know episodes and getting Jimmy set up over here with his fancy schmancy stuff uh, yeah. so when I go to the shop I will tear down the Laser Master 2 Pro because I need that desk empty for the Laser Master 3 and the Alfaro Laser 2 so I will tear that down I'll take all the screws out bag them up throw the thing in a box get out in the mail to you uh, and then maybe the next time we have you on, we can catch up on your magic card boxes. See the Mark three sure. uh, in yeah. real life. That would be cool. Maybe like you, maybe you'll get your carpet in there and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully have a CO2 on the way then. And then I can dude. that would be, I'm going to have to join you. Yeah. I, you know, I've got the, I, the Chris has always gotten the hand me downs cause I'm the older brother. Uh, but I am going to have the light object chiller that they sent me to review. So maybe Chris can get the old SNA. That's true. Uh, and I can I can yeah, sh yeah. shoot that off to you, and then you don't have to get that. Uh, so you know, there's some options. Uh, but anyway, we'll talk about that later. Mm -hmm. That's it, guys. That's the end of this episode of the Laser Source Podcast. If you like this episode, don't forget to smash the like button. Let everybody else know the content is good, and don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell so that you guys get notified the next time we drop a podcast episode we really appreciate it if you're listening to the podcast on apple podcasts please rate and review uh, it makes a huge difference it helps people be able to find us it helps us with discoverability so uh, if you guys are enjoying the show please the rate and review uh, it always makes a great great difference and don't forget to support these clowns in these windows around me by heading over to the lma the laser master academy it's the number one way to support the channel uh, all of the, the money that we make seriously uh, on the LMA, we dump right back into the channel. If you can't tell, we're always trying to improve the quality. We're always trying to get more time, bring more people on to help. Uh, we have a web designer now who's working on the marketplace. We've got new content creators. We've got Boyce. We've got Kyle. Uh, you know, we, we're, we're really trying to push the, the bill here and, and bring some more and higher quality content to you. Uh, and that's all thanks to the members over at the Laser Master Academy. So if you're already signed up over there, thank you so much for your contributions. Uh, that is the reason we exist today. If you're not, you can check it out over at masters.lasereverything.net. Jimmy, Kyle, I love you, boys. I'll see you yeah. soon. Chris. You mind if I, can I make a comment? 
Uh, yeah, dude, just got like I, two seconds. All right, so um, we all have like our designers, which we go to for um, for our vector files and stuff like that. And I have a real good one. Alex uses the same one. She's really awesome. But uh, also, I'm always looking around to see who's else is out there. And I found this one girl, which I've seen on a site, and her name is Ashley Williams. And uh, she's got a Facebook page, uh, Zeon Graphics. Um, her email address is ashleyxdesigner at gmail.com. And if you go on it, she does, she's like right where, right where I'm looking for, for what I need to. So, so she seems to be up, she's up and coming and I'm going to give her a shot. I'm looking forward to uh, working with her and getting some uh, graphic files for me when I, how do you spell, how do you spell Zeon? Z-O-N, Z-E-O-N. Z-E-O-N graphics, Zeon yep. graphics. Zeon okay. graphics. And she's on Facebook. You said you can look she's that up on, on Facebook. She's on Facebook, yep. All right, that's the official shout-out. You guys heard it. It's got the Jimmy seal of approval. So if you're looking for graphics work, uh, go check that out. And, yeah, I know, Miranda says, all right, so, and she says, this isn't going to be two seconds. It's true. I, You know what, Jimmy? I congratulate you, sir. You did a good job keeping that short. I appreciate it. That was a nice I, short I'm plug. I'm sorry. I no, did my best. I'm, I'm not being sarcastic. That was a nice short plug. Uh, great job on the studio, too, dude. It looks really nice. You're looking Sweet, pretty. Thanks. Your your voice is buttery smooth. Damn. You're really killing it. You're really killing it. I love it. these headphones, man. Oh, uh, like the what's best. the... I, this is the worst ending to a podcast we've ever done ever but what is the <laughs> ever what is the um next jimmy episode because we got jimmy and hockey pucks what's the next one coming out now that you're all geared up oh the next one we're gonna do the air assist i'm gonna do a your weird sideways air assist yep it's yeah. not weird it's perfect and well, it works you can change my mind with your episode it, you will see and you'll understand are you gonna do I'm like gonna, a comparison of through the nozzle versus over the it's gonna be right there we're gonna do it right there we're gonna stop halfway through a graphic and i'll switch i'll be right there i'll switch the hose from one to the other and you will see the difference okay well i'm looking it, forward it, to that what like a week or two what do you think uh give me a week yeah, a week. All right, anyway, sweet. Next I want to do it tomorrow, but but yeah. You so, know, life gets in the way. Uh, yeah. And then Kyle, we've got the L5 Laser Storm Pro coming out soonish. L5. Uh, we got uh, a Gantry Crash Course episode coming. Nice. We got. Uh, all, all the things. Lots of exciting content. Who knows? Maybe maybe Chris will throw an episode up. Guest episode. He's like, no. He's like, screw you. Get me off this show. <laughs> all right, guys. That's it. We're out of here. Thanks for watching. Uh, we're done. Boba's had enough three hours later. Uh, we're, we're finished, guys. You don't have to listen to us anymore. You're free to go. And we will see you in the next one. Have a great Peace. night. Peace. Thank you.